Hello, good morning, dear Ruby. Good morning, how are you, Dal? I'm good. It's Monday morning, feeling fly. Feeling fresh. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, no, I am, I am. I just feel like another week, here we go. Another like, week, here we go. Keep me in the flaps, your foot might get stuck. Who oh, knows? You never know. It's a bit smelly at the moment. But How is the elephantitis? We've had lots of questions about that, actually. So many questions. Um, it was fine. It went away by itself. I didn't even need the antibiotics. It just fixed itself. Also, just quickly, we've had a little ride in from someone you remember how you catheter shamed that person who liked having the roll up the penis oh i didn't i know kink shame but i just wanted to know how how it even happens yeah it said it's called sounding i don't know why because sounding is like something you hear but this is definitely something you feel sounding is actually quite popular this is putting the rod up your penis everyone if you wanted to know it's stimulating in the sensitive urethra and you're supposed to use sterilized ube to avoid utis English, you start small, but I've seen sounding rods up to 20 millimetres in diameter. And they're called sounding rods because once they're in the urethra, you tap them to make them vibrate, i.e. make a sound. And the vibrations stimulate, make it feel good. Never done it, but I've learned about it working at a fetish shop. The only sound I'd be making is, ow! He says, though, I've never actually heard of a straight person doing it. It's very big in the gay world but he is sampling from a bias because he doesn't have many straight friends t same speaking of straight men bugsy oh here we go what's your latest okay so i've got a couple of things great so this guy who i've just been randomly talking to on instagram since 2017 he's six years younger than me pops up and he randomly goes what are you doing and this was a Friday a couple of weeks ago. And I go, oh, nothing. And he's like, do you want to go out for a drink? I was like, here we go. This is weird. Okay. So we went out for this drink. He picks me up from the restaurant, which I've been slaving it away at. If Shout out to everyone who's in the arts, who's working hospitality. Oh, it's not fun. Yeah. Imagine the restaurant's face when I told him I couldn't work for six weeks because of Chappelle. What are you going to do? Fire me? <laughs> well, probably. They, yeah. They're about to. See yeah. you in six weeks. Maybe not. Um, yeah. Oh, so sad. Anyway, <laughs> and then, oh, babes, I'll, I'll, it'll look like a buffalo in a china shop anyway, trying to bite poor people. Can you hold three plates? Hell no, man. My wingspan is about 40 centimetres. And you've got little hands. Yeah, sorry, not for me. Anyway, so he picks me up in the biggest fucking Toyota Land Cruiser ever. I can't even get in it. I have to split, do a split to get up on the seat and pull myself up that was my first joke of the night trying to get into the land cruiser obviously this man's from the northern beaches and not from the city so then we come back to my place it's inevitable i'm obviously not dating material whatsoever but kind of hot short but big back a lot going on and it, bit oh, like this a, is him yeah i thought that was you short big back i was like well oh, same true but i don't want to date myself I would describe his body type as like a pterodactyl. With little hands as well. (laughs) Yeah, so little. Oh, no, pterodactyls have the wings. Yeah, big back. Big back. Short. Okay. Lots going on. Anyway, but do you remember when you have sex with someone younger than you? They just go like a jackhammer. Yep. I was like this. I was like, okay, this is the worst. (laughs) This is the worst. Did you say that? This is the worst? No, but I said it in my head. And I felt all those years of build-up and then... But what it was, what, what was I expecting? He was one of the rabbits under the Harbour Bridge, just going down and popping babies out everywhere. Yeah. Oh, I think you meant the bunnies around Sydney that the guy came into and they're 
discarded on the street. Well, he might be that one day, the way he's going. (laughs) Anyway, he wakes up at 6am on a Saturday morning and goes, I'm going to go now. Great, get out, go away. Great, get out, but also I have to let you out. Oh, no, he goes on his phone, brightest of the screen, and just goes on it and then goes, oh, I'm going now, and then I have to get up and, like, take him out and stuff like that. I'm like, if you're going to stay over at my house, Please respect my weekend and know that I need to sleep in. But then didn't you go back to bed after? Yeah, but I couldn't because my eyes had seen the light, babe. They had my seen eyes the light. had seen the light, but and your sure, pussy hadn't. And sure, like my pussy was still in the dark. <laughs> she was still asleep going, mm. Well, I'm glad you're getting some. Another thing, me and my bestie have been calling each other going, oh, I wish we had a guy in my life, wish I had a guy in my life. I was walking down the street with Jack James and a group of friends, right, and we saw another group coming and a couple of people in our group recognised that group, right? So they were having a joke and there was just like me and this other guy who didn't know each other and didn't know the other groups just standing there. So I thought, what do you do in that time, Bugsy? You make light conversation just so you don't look like twats and I'm a good person, so I just, off the top of my head, go, oh, do you live around here, mate? I was going to ask, like, what his name was or something, but it just came out. And he goes, oh, sorry, I have a girlfriend. You fucking what, mate? That's from, the, from, the, from that line? Yeah. I was like, how do, you, how do you know my story? Do you listen to Sexamation? Because I'm pretty sure I could be a lesbian. I could be married. I could be divorced. I could be asexual. I could be... I'm just trying to... Be a nice person and make conversation. I thought like maybe I was giving off a vibe of desperation, but then I was like, no, I ask this to everyone. I ask, do you live around here? Because I'm like the census. I want to know. You can tell a lot by where someone's Yeah, from. if you're yeah. from Marrickville, blah, blah, blah. If you live in the suburbs, what's your story? I'm like the census. I want to know. And before I even said, oh, I'll be, sure, I'll be right. Thank you, Dal. Thanks for your concern. I wasn't going to oh, fucking... So you don't live around here. So so I'm not going to go back to your place right now and cut off your dick and then eat it because is that what I'm implying? And then before my little smart ass, I go, oh, so you rushed into it, did you? <laughs> Ruby. And then, well, who the fuck is he? And then he started crying. Oh, Oxy. he's having maritable trouble. He started troubles. crying and then everyone looked at us and I said, I was like, oh, are you okay? Everyone was shocked. He wasn't like wailing. It was just like tears. So many tears. God. And then I was like, are you okay? Oh. And then for me, if, if it was a few years ago, I would have stopped and said, are you okay, mate? I'm so sorry. But I go, oh, I think we're having some trouble here. Oh, I think I'm a bit softy sensitive today. I didn't say softy. That's rude. I was like, ooh, a bit sore today, a bit sour, a bit, a bit salty today. Okay. And then we walked past and my friends were like, what the fuck went on there? I told them. Everyone just cannot believe it. So He's clearly having a lot of troubles and it's at the forefront you know of every moment every day. And so many people, I said this on my Instagram, and so many people have like gotten in contact. My friend called me, my friends at Alex and Anna, like, what the fuck went on there? And so we're trying to work it out. We're trying to work it out like – so I was thinking maybe he was caught cheating and his girlfriend, like, was spying on him or something because as soon as any girl, like, literally talks to him, either that or he's met me and he thought, fuck me, I should have waited. <laughs> and, sir, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's your news? What's my news? I – well, my vagina's good now. Boys, you have a pussy. It's Boys like and I have a pussy. Teeth. Have you seen teeth? That movie. Oh, I'm obsessed. <gasps> oh, she's got teeth vagina. 
And that's why I thought, that's why I come up with a would you rather teeth for pubes of teeth. Because if you had teeth on your vagina like you had pubes, it'd be like nice tiles. Yeah, if they're laid properly. If you're getting laid yeah. properly. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You need to render it. Yeah, you need to go to bloody Nomi's Kitchens and get them <laughs> proper done. You're right, actually, because some people's teeth are a mess, aren't they? They all, and yeah. And you spend thousands of dollars. Imagine that. Get some Invisalign. Spend, yeah, oh, pussy Invisalign. Imagine that, get spending thousands of dollars to make sure your pussy tiles are properly. No, I did um, go to bed the other day. I'm normally really good at peeing after sex. Mm. I did go to bed the other day and fell asleep straight after because we were tired. And then in the morning, got up. It was just like dripping down my leg, like heat oh. dripping. Made ampl- amplified by the fact I tried to do a big fart um, <laughs> on my boyfriend. <laughs> Dutch oven. Yeah, Push and then it I just and I went, but and I, it was just. Tri- I've never really had that before because I always wee after sex, and I was like, oh, "What is that? Maybe that's just oh, maybe it's period. Maybe that's that. it was like that feeling. Yeah, like it was. Like, it smelled like semen." And I went, oh, that's just like, that's well, probably why I'm getting thrashed because that's just hanging around in my body all night. Everyone's listening going, that is why Bugsy <laughs> has elephantitis of, of the pussy. <laughs> we have a very exciting, very special guest, very, very special guest that I've known for a while and she's had many different phases in her life and she's gone through a huge journey we're talking about Honey, our fabulous friend and our contributor to the podcast. She is a 28-year-old trans woman, photographer, model, sex worker, Reiki healer. She is of Maori descent, Aussie-born, and she is a goddess. And we're very she excited. She is a goddess. An absolute goddess. Like, as soon as she came in, I was like, okay, i got to step up my game. She's amazing. <laughs> that way you started contouring. <laughs> Absolutely. I went straight to Priceline and I said, what is in the $2 bucket? Because I couldn't afford anything else. I'm not at Honey's level just yet, you see. No. And Honey was really open with us and was talking about her journey, transitioning, lots of stuff. So, yeah, have a listen and learn some things and also have a really funny time because some of these stories are really great. This interview and chat comes with a huge trigger warning, a trigger warning for suicide self-harm in particularly, suicide of a loved one or a friend. If you need a little extra help, there is a crisis support service which you can call 24 hours a day. It's fantastic. It's called Lifeline and you can reach them on 13 11 14. It's a free resource and it's fantastic. Also, if you're feeling a little bit uh, vulnerable today, skip this one, listen to it another time. Or skip it all together, but it is a fantastic chat. It's a very, very good chat. And Ruby and I are still learning about the best way of language in order of addressing some things and the discourse that we should be using. So if we do say anything, just using the wrong terminology or anything like that, uh, we're obviously really open to learn and, yeah. Check it out. Here it is. Check it out. It's so good. It's so good. She's so good. It's so good. You're going to love it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, boy. He will fuck off. Off he will fuck. We suck again. You blew it. You gonna take that nip in your rage? Today we are joined by our very dear friend Honey. I met Honey back in 2011 when we were club hoppers. There was like, <laughs> if you lived in Sydney and you were just starting to go out in like dropouts, yeah, in <laughs> 2011, you would go out every night. So. Wednesday would be at the Eastern, Thursday would be at Trademark, Friday would be at the club in the King's Cross, Saturday would be at the club, Sunday at the club. 
vice versa, vice versa. You'd Lady Gaga. Yeah. <laughs> no sleep. No sleep. <laughs> and I first met Honey, who was very, very beautiful and always had the best skin Aww. ever. Honey, who are you? I am a 28-year-old trans woman. So I transitioned three years ago and I'm from a Kiwi background and my mom's British. Beautiful. Now, when I first met you and you were like just starting to experiment with makeup and stuff. So take us right back. So it's 2011. What happened from there? Okay. So, yeah. So I did a lot of that and with expressing myself and my parents obviously went on board with that. We were going through a lot with my family and my mom kicked me out of home. She's oh. like, you're going to live with your auntie because this, all this is too much and overwhelming for me. And how old were you then? Uh, probably like 18. Oh, wow. Yeah, 18, 19. Yeah. So that was really hard. And uh, Well, you were a religious family. No. Actually, my mom's like clairvoyant and she's like new age. Right. Yeah, and my dad's like total she atheist. She's clairvoyant. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and my dad's See, like... you never know. All aliens, UFOs, like... Yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah. just didn't approve. Chemtrails and that jazz. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, they just didn't approve, you know? Wow. Yeah. That would have been really hard. Yeah, very difficult. Yeah. Especially when my mom's like, you know, I don't love you. You're going to live with your auntie. Uh, and so I stayed with my auntie and then, and then I ended up going to church with my friend. Like a Pentecostal church. Now take us back to that. What were you feeling? Who was the friend? What was the beginnings of that? The beginnings of that was just like, um, I, like I have nothing to believe in. I have nothing. I don't have my family. I might be staying with my auntie and she's really supportive, but like it's hard, you know, like I can't do this by myself. I need like a higher power. power. Being, yeah. yeah. Guiding me. And I guess I'm just lost and trying to find. And who was this friend? Oh, so her name was Gina. And so... She's invited me a million times over. I was just like, oh, you know, like, like, you know, and then I bumped into her in Woolworths and she's like, you know, you want to come to church? And I was like, okay, like, I feel like it's time, <laughs> whatever yeah. that means. And so I went and I was like, oh, so what do I wear to church? I've only got like ripped jeans and all that. Like, do I have to come like really conservative and wear like a suit or something? <laughs> she's like, no, come as you are, like, as they say in church. Um, like, Jesus won't judge. <clears throat> and so I went there for probably like five years. And so got baptized, full immersion in the Holy Spirit, like speaking in tongues. Like this is a speaking in tongues church. Oh, Yeah, wow. being slain in the spirit, like it was quite wild. And are you still part of, do you still have an affiliation oh, like, with the church? Well, not the church, but I, I still have my faith. Yeah, That's most important to me. Yeah. And so I went to Bible college also. And now what's Bible college? Is it like full time? Because it looks very... It was Wednesday and Thursdays every week. So it was like a huge commitment because I was also in the church. Like my whole life revolved around that. Almost like a cult, (laughs) basically, you know, because it was like, oh, you know, where are you at practice? And, you know, I want you to do this, this and this. And it was all happening so fast because I'm I'm still learning myself. Like, let me sit and like just listen for a little bit. But it it was just like this, this and this. You're going to Bible college and you're going to be put on the worship team and like a youth pastor. And I'm just like, holy shit. Like I haven't even had time to heal through this. Right. And so did you find a romantic female partner at the church? So I was working at Krispy Kremes during that time. Mm-hmm. So I was sharing my problems with my manager who was a pastor of another church. So I didn't realize. And she invited me to like a Christian fundraiser kind of vibe. And I was just like, oh, okay, I'll go. It's like cute. I've got nothing else to do, but get smashed with my friends. Yeah. <laughs> In the name of God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so I went and then I met this girl. 
like girl there. She obviously went to the ch- um, church and her cousins actually worked at Krispy Kremes with me. So, and I had no idea. So we take a picture and we still have that picture of us um, together. And she came to Krispy Kremes and she's like, oh, that's Joe. He's so handsome. And her cousin said to her, like, that's Joe, but he's gay. He's not interested. And she's like, oh, such a waste. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then she started to come to my church because she liked, actually we were friends. Like we randomly bumped into each other because she did community work, like aged care. And so I bumped into her and she's like, wow, you look so different. Because during the time in church, I like stripped back everything, you know, because they they didn't really care. I didn't have to impress anyone there. It was just like a T-shirt and jeans was like, okay, you know. So I stripped off all the makeup and I totally changed like who I was. So we were friends and we used to do everything together and share a lot of things together. You know, like New Year's Eve, go to the beach. You know, do you want kids in the future? And I'm just like, wow, this is getting really cozy. I think she likes me. So we were friends for about two years. And we were in the car one night and she goes, what are we? And I'm like, friends, right? You know, because it was it was already so much. My parents were like ripping scriptures off my wall and saying like, this is wrong. Like, why are you Christian? I'm like, dude, I could be like off my face doing drugs. And like, and she says like, what are we? And I'm like, oh, we're like just friends. You know, I can't say that I love you just because like we're going to church and stuff. Like it's already intense for my family Yeah, that I'm going to church. So like me going out with a woman would just be like one thing on top of another. Like, are you sure? Like, you know, this is, like, the truth. And did the church ever kind of reject or have a message that gay, being gay or queer was nowhere near? Yeah, my pastor used to show me videos of people that had transitioned, but then their testimony was that they detransitioned. So you were having thoughts of transitioning while you are at the church? Well, like, she didn't know that, but she was showing me... I didn't even know that for myself, that I wanted to do that. Oh, right. And she was showing me testimonies of people that have come back to God and healed themselves, you know, and God spoke to them and, you know, told them that this is not who you should be and change. So, like, now I've transitioned. I'm just like, oh, it's really strange that she kind of saw that before I did. Yeah. Yeah. Totally, because I think I was actually like we were friends on Facebook at this time and I knew you had gone to a church or something mm-hmm. and I'm just – I was always like wondered about that narrative of maybe there was some sort of conversion therapy there and things like that when you were getting into a relationship with a woman. But I might have just assumed that in mm. my mind and it could be a completely different yeah. circumstance. Yeah. So my experience with her is like, like I wasn't used to being with women. I'm like, you know, dick is my thing. (laughs) I love men. Uh, And when when did you come out as a, sorry, before you transitioned? Um, As a gay male. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I didn't. You did it? Well, well, I had told my mom Mm. and I was like, you know, I, I like men and, you know, but I never, I never identified with being gay though. Because yeah. even when we would go to parties, my friends would be like, oh, this is Joe, my gay friend. And I'm like, I don't know. I just can't. I don't see that for me. Just I don't know what it is, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's super interesting. Yeah. I was always, you know, interested in men and I could never see it for me with women. And we were in the car and my ex-wife um, at the time, or like she wasn't my ex-wife then, but she was just my friend. She said to me, like, um, what are we? I was like, um, we're just friends, right? And she's like, wow, so all this time I've been investing my time into you and, like, you know, you can't say that we're just friends. And I'm like, like, I can't do this. And I got out of the car and she hadn't spoken to me for, like, probably two weeks and I missed her. But I loved her and I always wanted to be there for her. I've always told myself that I'm not interested and, like, I actually think that I love this person. 
and I realize now that like you know I identify with being pansexual yeah I just like loved who she was as a person and her values and everything and then I asked her out so she took some time away from me just to like process everything and the rejection (laughs) and then I was like wow I really miss her like I miss you know talking to her and sharing myself you know and then I asked her out and we had sex that night it was so funny. and I'm like okay that was very like natural and organic <laughs> yeah it was actually actually people have asked me you know like I fucked a lot of men like in sex work and they always ask me like oh what's the best sex you've ever had and honestly was that because there was that like emotional connection yeah totally emotional yeah. connection makes sex oh different. it's everything and I've been with some hot guys <laughs> so I mean and then what happened with marriage was it just was the church involved or yeah I oh, it was just because I didn't want to change for anyone I just wanted to love the person that I loved and not change who I was which was like I'm really creative you know I didn't want people to hold me to you know my past relationships because I have had boyfriends what like changed for me is my pastor had said to me oh like remember you used to walk into the church and spray perfume and you were very feminine like you don't want to be that person again and I'm just like wow even if I was to do that today like nothing was wrong with that person you know and I was just like like, that is actually me, you know, express myself. I don't give a fuck. And I've always had that from family. You know, why don't you do ballet? Why don't you get into this, that? I'm just like, fuck you. Like, I can do whatever the fuck I want. Um, and so how long were you married for? It was like the same time as Kim Kardashian with Chris Humphreys. <laughs> it was like, as short as AF. So, like, how did you propose? I want to know this story. And then, like, what was the wedding like? Was it in the Blue Mountains? Fuck, I forgot. <laughs> that was so romantic. Yeah, it could have been the Blue Mountains. Oh, damn, wow. I can't believe I've actually forgotten how he proposed. Yeah, it was in the Blue Mountains. I think we were in the car or something. It wasn't that special. I mean, the moment was special. I mean, yeah. it wasn't like a big celebration. I had. A massive wedding. So it was in my church and we had about a thousand people. A thousand people? Yeah, it wow. was cray cray. I know. I'm like, how did I sum up the money for this? <laughs> I mean, if we got married, there'd be a mm. 3,000. Or like more. <laughs> yeah, there was no room to breathe in the church. So that and my reception was crazy. Like fireworks, smoke machines, Lebanese drums. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Limousines. Honeymoon was in Koh Samui. It was amazing. <gasps> Oh. I would do it all over again, except I'm going to be in the wedding dress this time. Yeah, perfect, perfect. Yeah. perfect. On the wedding day or leading up to it, did you have any feeling of, of doubt, of doubt, or cold feet, or getting ready, suiting up? Not my commitment to her. Yeah, it was more like other influences. Like her family absolutely hated me. Like he's going to run off with a man, and I'm just like, oh, darling, I have people lining up for me. <laughs> like I could be yes, with anyone. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> But um, I'm kind of with your daughter and it's going to happen whether you like it or not. Actually, my wife, like what really upset me is that she was hurting from like all their comments. Like, you know, she was falling into the trap of believing everything that they were saying, Uh. you know. And even at our wedding, she told me that her brother, like because her dad had passed away. So he's not in the picture. So to walk her down the aisle, her brother did that for her. He like gave her to me. And before he did, he actually said, whispered in her ear, like, are you sure this is what you want? Oh, that's awful. So, like, imagine how that would make me feel about to be her husband. Yeah. Sickening and evil. Yeah, totally. Wow. Mm. And then so the marriage was hard because of that or it was – Yeah, it was just hard to – because I was going through my own stuff. So to deal with, like, my own inner demons plus, like, outward influences was just, like, it's just too hard, you know. Like, I – yeah, I, like, started to self-harm and – just, oh. like, feel really terrible about myself. 
you know, like, and completely change and not know who I was because I had given everything to her, which is fine to do things for your partner, but not like to compromise your own self and who you are as a person. Yeah. So how long exactly did it last? A year. A year? Yeah. A good run. And are you still friends? You're still close? No, we're not actually. Oh, sorry to hear that. Yeah. Could you tell us about the breakdown of marriage? Yeah. Oh, it's not too much. I mean, it could be too much for you guys, but. No, not on We can put a trigger warning. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's talk about it. For people who are in nervous that they're just in too deep yeah yeah Yeah. warning 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 so i was feeling very suicidal you know my pastors were like just come to the church you'll be fine and i'm like i'm not fucking coming today my arms are cut i'm not doing this and she used to say like you know just come to the house of god you'll be fine you know fully just covering up my problems by like not actually having time to myself and like reflect over like what what i'm fucking going through i think we Oh, I asked her to come out to dinner with me. And that was like the moment that I was going to tell her that like, I, I don't love her, even though I did. I really did. But I'm just like, it's not working. I'm literally going mental. If I'm going through that myself, you're going to feel it. And we're all going to go down. We're going to go down together mm. if that's the case. And I need to let you go by telling you I don't love you. And actually like <laughs> pretending to me or like trying so hard to be like, I don't love you. That's so hard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I took her out for dinner and I, and I just said to her like, um, like, I won't mention her name, but, like, I don't love you. And she's like, you don't mean that. Like, we can work through it. And I'm like, no. Like, I really don't. Tears running down my face. And I'm like, you're not trying hard enough. You know? There was, was there ever a moment where you thought we could do this together? Like, I, we could, I could work on myself and mm. you could do to, and we can do this together? No. 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 You were like, I'm in no too option. Yeah, yeah, no. And I felt like I had to make a choice as well. Like, it's either, like, her and just write it out or... Or like me, and I had to choose myself because I was like really sick. Mm. Yeah. So after that happened, then what? Ha- then how did you start getting better? How did you? Warning. 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 Okay, this is a wild story, but uh, I I ended up going to like a bridge, yeah, and actually hanging myself. But I fell. Like, oh my god! Yeah. Wow. I fell like many meters high, and I, and I fell unconscious. And so the police were angels. Police were patrolling the park to see if there was like any drunks and all that jazz in the park. And they found me. And I ended up in hospital. And yeah. That's so lucky. Mm. I ended up in hospital and I said like, oh my God, what am I doing here? They're like, and they told me. And I was like, holy shit. Tried to do that. Yeah. It was unsuccessful. Yeah. Thank God. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah. And so that happened and I was like, oh, you know, like, I don't know what else to do. I'm going to admit myself into a mental ward. Yeah, so I did that. You, yeah. yeah, I didn't actually like plan to stay that long. They like kept me there for two months, and I was like, "Holy shit!" And they're like, "Like we can't let you go. Like in case you do this again." Yeah, I'm and like, "Holy shit!" I've got work to do. Like I was literally working. I had shifts. I was like, and then I called them off the phone, and I was like, "I can't come into work today." They're like, "Why?" I'm like, "Oh, I wish I could tell you." And so, did you feel those two months were you know the pivotal point of your life? I mean, it helped me, but I, I could see like where it could probably possibly make someone worse yeah. i don't know being surrounded by you know people that are going through their own thing yeah she ended up moving out of the house and so i went back to no furniture and all that and so i live with my parents and i remember i sat on the bed and i'm like what the fuck do i do <laughs> i I was like I, I mean i wasn't happy but i had like everything you know my house and then i was sitting on the bed and i'm like you know what do i do now like i'm so lost i'm so used to having her and you know so i think i relied on her a lot to be 
my strength as well. Yeah, and just like taking medication and going down to the pub and just drinking medication, you know, like walking home, almost getting hit by cars. And and then I slept in my dad's car in the back and he turned on the light. So it's kind of like a sensor. And he put me on his shoulder and he brought me inside. Oh. Yeah. So he didn't realize I was self-harming, but he had saw my hand because he put me in bed with me, like my mom. And, and he's like, what are you doing? Like he, he called me his boy back then. That was a big wake up call. Yeah. And then what, what next? Oh, <laughs> and then so like how I transitioned was my friend actually committed suicide. Um, and so I, yeah, so I did make her makeup while she was lying on her deathbed. Yeah. That was just like, like, whoa, you know, like I've got a whole life to live and oh my God, my best friend, like, you know, she's gone. And, you know, this is my time to shine now. Like I can do what, what I want because I'm free i'd say out of my marriage i can find myself and then my friend would already transitioned probably three months before i did and she said like you know are you sure like maybe like this is an option i'll put it out there and you can do what you want with it and i was like you know what i think she's right because like prior to that i was thinking like well i'm sick of waking up with a beard and yeah. all these stars and and looking at my dad and my brother and just being like oh my god i don't want to look like that yeah. <laughs> you know so masculine um and you, had, you, had you thought previous to this that this is something that you might want to do yep. throughout your life? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. I just wasn't sure, like, I don't know, this is kind of vain, but, like, how I would look as a woman. Because, like, you know, during that time being married, I, like, grew a beard and I was deadlifting. <laughs> super mask. <laughs> super mask and super hot. I used to masturbate in the mirror and just, like, look at myself and, <laughs> and like, moan in a really deep voice. Like, oh, yeah, Moe. Like, you know, put on a beanie and just, like, do the most. Like, yeah. <laughs> I love that. My friend had mentioned that maybe this is an option. And I thought about it for a while and she uh referred me to a psychiatrist. And so a psychiatrist did a whole um like he just asked me a few questions like what was it like growing up and like is this the choice that you want? And then he wrote a referral to an endocrinologist and he gave me my hormones. But I, I had them for a week before I took them. And what was that week like? Were you like... Oh, just to like tell my parents, like that time to tell my parents. And I really didn't... I mean, it's nice to have your parents like kind of like in it with you. you know, I, I love my mum and dad and I want them to know him before I make this decision. That they, Like, you know, they possibly could have not been on board, but they were really great about it. That's amazing. Right. Yeah. What a, so what like a, a flip. Yeah. yeah. What a journey that your parents and you go Yeah. Oh, my God. Totally. 18. I almost trip out sometimes when I... When, you know, my dad like refers to me as like her and his daughter and I'm just like... It wasn't this before. We were, <laughs> we were punching on. You <laughs> were telling me to leave the house and now you're like, so smitten with me. That's, That's very cute. Yeah, and what was so the transition cute. like? You Was it when you started taking the hormones, mm-hmm. did you feel a lot straight away or did, did things change yeah, quickly? I was like? just like, even my little itty bitty titties that like started to grow. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, this is so cute. And I thought they were the <laughs> biggest so things cute. on earth because like, you know, I was so flat before and just like even just a little bit was like, you know so it was like a lot of that like um and you were already dressing quite feminine, feminine. as yeah. well so yeah, it was yeah. sort of just yeah I got back into myself it's like I I was me before I had been married and going to church like I was already expressing myself in a like you know because I, I've always been feminine like ever since I was little it's and so myself back in the club in 2011 exactly <laughs> it's that so it's like going from that then doing a whole like 360 and like reversal into this super hot masculine man <laughs> And then going back to myself. And so I had the hormones and I called my mom and I was like, mom, this is what I'm going to do. And she's like, if you're going to do it, do it properly. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm right. like, what does that look like? Like, it doesn't, it's like, you know, people can transition how they want and be androgynous or whatever it is. 
And I'm like, okay, mum, it's great to have you on board. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. And is it a long period? Of taking hormones? Oh, it's like forever. Like I have to take medication forever. Mm -hmm. Uh, But the period for like breast tissue and the growth of Z boobies and feminizing changes like skin smoothens out. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So it's like, oh my God, could I get any better than that? You know, I think everyone should take a little bit of hormones for their skin because I've seen some cracked faces. <laughs> no. So tell us about your surgeries. So oh, yeah. Decide, you know what? Tell us well, what actually, I was working at the, a cafe and I, I was like, I think someone was ordering a cappuccino and he goes like, hey, mate, can I have? And I was already taking hormones at this point. So I was pissed because he's like, hey, mate. and I think the expectation, like I was just like, OK, well, obviously I'm not going to look like who, who I feel Um inside like instantly you know then probably not seeing a woman because i'm still making my way through that you know like i still didn't have laser treatments and all that jazz so he like ordered a cappuccino and he's like hey mate can i get a cup and i'm just like fuck this shit i i I was crying upstairs and my mind is just like what's happening and i'm like i'm getting the fuck out of here so i lose that job and then i wanted to transition but i was just like wow it's just so much like i don't even have money i just fucking lost my job like boobies and I mean, however you want to do it. It doesn't have to be in any particular order or like not even do it at all. Just what whatever you feel most comfortable with. But I was like, I want titties. I want ass. I want face feminization surgery. I want the just the works. Yeah. And I remember because my mom's clairvoyant. So like I trust like her instincts. And I was like, mom, like, how is this going to pan out? Because like you guys aren't going to help me. Because my mom always said, because I was always going through phases in school. So mom was like, oh, OK, this could be another phase. And if you really want this for yourself, you we'll find the money to do it. Yeah. Eventually I did, but I, I asked her like, do you see it for me? And she's like, actually someone at work's going to pay for it. And I was like, what bitch, what? Like another barista job? Like what person's going to order a cappuccino and give me like $30,000? Yeah. Right. Like you're a joke. <laughs> yeah, have fun with that. <laughs> Years later, I was doing community services, broke as fuck. And I was just like, holy shit, where am I going to get money from? Anyways, I didn't, it wasn't even a thought in my mind, but me and my friend were pranking brothels. And we were like, oh, hi, this is Candy. Are you looking for workers? And they're like, we are actually. And I'm like, should I actually send my photos in? <laughs> and so I did. And they're like, you're absolutely gorgeous. So I went to a straight brothel. They're like, oh, maybe we can make it work, the whole transsexual thing. And how long had you been taking hormones and been transsexual? That was probably like a year. Yeah, yeah. Correct, yeah. Yeah, so I went to this straight brothel and they were trying to make the whole transsexual thing work. Um, I met a couple of people in the intro, super intimidating as well. Like there's just cameras everywhere. And she's like, you know, if guys like fuck around with you and she like brought this big machete out <laughs> and I'm just like, wow, what an experience. Cause like, I, I just like love that shit. I love just like entering like places that I'm just like, whoa, like it's another world. Like it's so interesting to me. So it was more like fun for me. I'm just like, okay, I just want to check this out. And even if it doesn't work, like that was an experience. Yeah. Yeah, so she put this, like, big machete out, and she's like, I got this, and I'll behead them. <laughs> I'm like, okay, cute. Um, and so she was trying to make it work with a transsexual thing, but, like, obviously they didn't, they didn't promote properly. And so that didn't pan out, but I had their Snapchat anyway, blah, blah, blah. And then the next day, a transsexual brothel in King's Cross called me. They're like, oh, just come in for an interview, whatever that looks like. And I went into the room, and he's saying, like, oh, you know, like, are you cut, uncut, like, titty size, blah, blah, blah. Go in there, and then I work the next day. I'm just like, oh, I don't know what this is going to be like. At this point, I'm still... Were you really I'm nervous? Still, yeah, because I'm still a virgin, like, after outside of my marriage. So my wife was my first experience. Right. Yeah, so after her, there was no one. No one. And no one before her either. So I was just, like, fresh meat, you know? Wow. 
Wow. Mm. So I go in and I sit down and this man walks in and he looks at our photos because they got me to wear a wig because they're like, honey, you need to sell a fantasy. Yeah. You know? And I'm like, darling, I am the fantasy with my short hair. What are you fucking saying? <laughs> and so he books me, my first ever client. And I think he was a little drunk as well. Thank God. Uh, yeah so i was wearing the wig and i didn't know how to snatch wigs at that point so like a little bit of my blonde hair was showing and he's like oh do you mind taking it off and i'm like oh shit i'm about to get kicked out of a booking like my first ever booking like fuck my life could this get any worse and he's like wow you're stunning i just took it off and he's like wow you're absolutely stunning i don't know why they get you to wear that piece of shit (laughs) i'm like oh gee thanks (laughs) i thought it was really working for me this whole fantasy thing that i'm not selling apparently he's like you're a really sweet girl do you love me or do you just like me or see me as a client? And I'm like, just play. And I'm like, I love you. And then he's like, okay, just go have a shower, freshen up. And he left 12 grand on the bed. $12,000? For an hour. And that was for me. And, he's, and he wrote like oh. a, yeah, he wrote like a little note on the bed and said, you know, don't give this to them. This is all yours. And I'm, <gasps> like, and I'm like, holy shit, this is my first day. I am a living, breathing oh, icon. My God. <laughs> oh my God, you are an icon. You are an yeah, icon. Exactly. And what did you, um, what, obviously we'll go into sex work and more mm-hmm. stories later because that'll be, there'll be so many great things. Yeah. But we're still on the surgeries. But, but we're still on the surgeries. Uh-huh. Um, so that was 12 grand. So that's mm-hmm. what, half your titties. Yeah, yeah, basically. Because my titties were like 6,800 in Thailand. So you went to, you tried Oh, Thailand. instantly. Yeah. I was like, when can I make a booking for like when is the next available booking to get my titties? Got Twelve grand, and it was like the week after. Great. I was so on, a, on a plane. Like, yeah. I'm like I'm gonna spend this elsewhere if I don't spend it now on my myself. So I did it. And so how long were you in Thailand getting your boobs done for? Oh, just the week. Just the week. Yeah. One day surgery. Yeah. Oh, I was horrible with the whole experience because you couldn't drink six hours before, but I was getting drunk in Phuket, <laughs> <laughs> and I got home at like three a.m. and I'm just like because you can't yeah like you have to leave. Six hours in between before you come to surgery. And I only left, what, like two hours. So I had like still had like alcohol going through my system. And what's it like booking something like that in Thailand? Is it an easy process? Oh, well, they have an agency in Australia. So they're like well connected. So I went through them first. It's like a restore beauty getaway kind of thing. And so they hook up, hook me up with doctors and all that. And I read their reviews and all that shit. But yeah, that's the process and you just like pay for it. I paid in cash. So I had like 12 grand in my freaking wallet and I'm just like, bitch, you were notorious for losing shit. <laughs> oh, also when you try Don't, yeah. You yeah, exactly. So I had my wallet literally to my chest and I was like, no one can mug me from this like point. I don't know, there's some pickpocketers out there, but they can't be this good. Did you go in going, I want this size, this is what I yeah. want them to... Yeah. Actually, I didn't know what size because they... What size do you have? Digitally edit. I think it was like three... 390 cc i don't know it went in one ear and out the other i was just yeah. like i just want them yeah. <laughs> sounds bad and say, yeah yeah so i got um teardrop size i think it was like 390 cc whatever that means yeah. I don't know. so it's like c cups not too was, big but yeah like, yeah, yeah. petite yeah <laughs> how was the recovery and recovery yeah. i was going out the next <laughs> next day just to show them off <laughs> so i didn't even healed and just had like bandages everywhere and like Corset and yeah, exactly. So they were like really sitting, like literally basketball, like not moving anywhere. Like, so they weren't natural at all. It was like amazing. And just partied it up, and they could have fell out of my freaking chest. And then which surgery came next? Like, oh, that was my butt. <laughs> so, so I was still talking to him. So I had his credit card, but I just didn't want to take everything. So how, just so like how a, did you keep contact? <laughs> he gave you his number. At the yeah, when you were and he was sending me diamond rings at the brothel and everything. 
And so like they're knocking on the door. Like Rose was my time. They made up that name for me. And they're like, you got another present. <laughs> He's um, And they just said to me like, it needs to stop. Like can't he send it like another way? And I'm just like, well, I'm not asking for it, you know? So I used to send like $10,000 rings. Keep them? Pawn them? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I pawned them. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I was short on rent. Like, it's nice, but... Yeah, jewelry, like, I'm, yeah. Yeah, I'm not really like, into it. I'm not a jewelry girl. You're going to spend it. It's not yeah. what I need. Yeah, exactly. And so you had his credit card. Yeah, I had his credit card, but I didn't use it at all. Yeah. Oh, I, well, I called him and I said... Because my friend wanted to go to a club and I was staying with her at that time. But So I was um, house-sitting for her, paying rent, everything. Um, we went out and I, and I just asked him because she was, like, broke as fuck as well. And I was like, oh, can I use your card to get an uber and he's like oh yeah that's fine and that's all i used it for and then we we were drunk in the taxi and my friend's like oh can we stop at maccas can we do this this and this and i was like no we can't i'm using his card and she's like take him for you know take everything yeah. and i'm just like bitch i'm not like that i'm not gonna do that and she's like oh well if it wasn't for me you wouldn't be living in my house like you wouldn't have anywhere to stay and i'm just like fuck you i can do this by myself i hate people taking credit for my hard work yeah yeah and also don't be fucking rude yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> rude? Yeah. Oh, oh, sorry you let your friend fucking sleep yeah. you know what I mean like, who are you excuse me I was used to it anyway like come on like long nights out you yeah, know yeah. sleeping yeah like you know waiting for the trains to start again yeah, yeah. so basically I had it I had it going it's fine yeah. I would have survived slept in a trolley or something <laughs> Um, and so then butt surgery. Oh, well, like I, I was like, oh, fuck you. I don't need you. And I called him and he drove all the way from Melbourne to pick me up. He didn't even the stop. Sh- the sugar yeah. Because he actually comes from Melbourne. Oh, my God. In his truck. Massive truck. Yeah. Oh, wow. What's this guy like? <clears throat> look like? Hideous. <laughs> yeah. So he gave you all this stuff. Well, like he, he ended up paying for my butt and I moved to Nagambi with him. Who's that? Nagambi, country town, population two. <laughs> It was hard. Oh my god! So all right. So, so I lived there for a month with him. Yeah. But well, he just went to work. Yeah. So I didn't have the BBL. Yeah. But wow. I just leave because like my friend's about to kick me out. You know, she'll probably make change her mind in the morning when she's sober. But um, yeah, no. So he drove up, drove up from Melbourne. Yep, to Nagambi, country town in Melbourne. And then you went there, and then and I stayed there for a month, and I'm like, I don't know what to do, but like he would just go to work and come back and just. What am I going to do in the country with fucking nothing but a corner shop? Like, you know, like, yeah. this is not the life that I want to live. Like, I want to work for my money. And, and also, um, you didn't like the guy. Yeah, no. Well, and then, so then he paid for your bus. So then he left um, 20 grand on my bed. Um, yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. And then on your bed. And yeah. you went, okay. And you just left. <laughs> no, no. I, no, I didn't leave. No, I didn't leave at that time because I was just like, oh, I just can't. I just, this is my karma. You know, if I don't treat him well at this point. And also I cared for him. Like, he's a human being. Like, come yeah. on. And I worked in Melbourne at a brothel. So I had 20 grand. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to go back to Sydney. And I booked my butt appointment. That one looks really painful because my oh, friends have had their butt done. And yeah. they're like lying face down. Oh, my God, totally. That was probably seat. the worst right. experience. Like for a whole month. Because I'm a side sleeper and just like none of that. It's like full yeah, on belly. Tummy, yeah. Are we? And yeah. is it just red raw sore? Like crying in the shower, like why? Oh, but then <laughs> like life is like, so hard. Yeah. Now you're yeah. like, I am great. Yeah. So you were living in this country town, working in a brothel in mm-hmm. Melbourne. Yeah. How was that experience? Well, because we live two hours away from the city, he used to pick me up. Oh my God. Yeah. And I'm just like, you know what? I actually feel sorry for this guy. I'm going to like figure it away to find a place. But then they offered that I stay in the brothel, which meant I had to work double shifts, which was like from 10 to 10. 
Is that hard? That's too much. Oh my god, totally. Just that's like not, that shouldn't be. Yeah. Oh my god, it's yeah. That's it's sickening. It's actually sickening. And at that point, are you you're sleep, you're sleeping with the you're having sex with the clients? Yeah. Yeah. Prison. <laughs> totally. Prison. It was like no windows, no ventilation. The place was getting flooded. Honestly, it was like disgusting. Wow, that's very legal. You said that you were a virgin when you were working in the mm-hmm. Sydney one yeah. when you met this guy. Yeah. Had you fucked other people in that time? Oh yeah, the, so I was at that place oh, for probably a while. for like yeah oh, wow. a year. Yeah. Wow, and then the Melbourne one was just a lot worse. Yeah, yeah. How did the bosses treat you in the Melbourne one? No, the Melbourne one. Uh, no, it was just like no checkups or whatever. Just like make us money. You know? Yeah, right. Not even educating the other girls. Like, I was well educated on, like, sex education and stuff like that. Because well, you'd already done it for Do's and don'ts, yeah. yeah. So I was like, wow, I really am not going to give my body up and ruin myself for a couple of dollars, you know. And, like, these girls are young, you know, so they're, like, vulnerable and probably have no idea, like, what's safe and what's not. And they were just like, you know, and just do the job and if you don't, it's kind of, you can leave. Yeah, were they know? trans women as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So trans, gay males and cisgendered women. So just like, oh, just totally mental, you know, like in that place, like 24-7 just get really gets to you. I would have gone crazy. Yeah, you yeah. go crazy. And you I couldn't, and even like to leave, it's just like, well, yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's why I didn't find it in, like yeah. much different because I'm just yeah. like, oh, I was complaining while I was making coffee. So. Yeah. <laughs> and were you making a lot of money? Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I was also enjoying it. Oh, great. Yeah, because I grew up quite poor. So it was like to spend and have money was just like, I don't have to eat baked beans anymore. I can actually order Uber Eats, yeah. you know, or like pies. And on one inside. of those like 10 to 10 shifts, how on an average, I know it all changes, but yeah. how much would you make that day? Uh, oh, a day. Let's just do a week. Yeah, a week, yeah. Maybe like 10 to 15 grand. Yeah. Wow. That's <laughs> yeah. hard. That's, hard. Yeah. That's really That's hard. That's really hard. Loves it. Yeah, totally. Yeah. That's a lot of money. Yeah. yeah. And it's a lot of hard work as well. You know, because you're also competing. That's why I didn't really like brothels that much. Like I met a lot of great people, but you're in competition with other girls there. It's just like, oh, you don't get picked. And then you kind of doubt yourself like, oh, am I pretty enough? You know, but like everyone has a type. When you say don't get, they're sort of like. Oh, an intro. Yeah. Yeah. So we all line up and we kind of like say our services and our rates. And, you know, if they're happy with what we're willing to offer, then they pick us. Yeah. And so I. If you don't mind. Oh, it's like really simple. I, I don't even know at this point. Like I, I chop and change. You know, yeah. if I look at a person, I'm just like, oh, he's rank ugly. It's just the massage, honey. You know? <laughs> I'm the Very boss. I'm the boss, valid. darling. And if they're hot, I'm just like, oh, we can do anything. And I was wearing a wig at that time as well. And then I was like, fuck this. I'm, I don't want to wear it anymore. So I used to sneak around the corner and quickly take it off. And I always got the booking. And they're like, what are you doing in there? Like, I want to... You know, I want some tips because you keep keep getting the jobs, and you have some girls look at me like that bitch. You know, she suddenly walks in, and who does she think she is? Because no one knew knew me outside of the week because I never took it off at work. Oh, I find that so fascinating. So fascinating. Fifteen yeah. grand a week. Yeah. <laughs> Not always, honey, but yeah. But when it was good, it was good. Um, and is there any other surgery? Yeah, I want to get like like my jaw reconstructed. That's so intense. How much Just that like one um. Cost? Shave, like it's like a jaw shave. Yeah, that's really expensive. Like um, everything together and like brow bone shave. My friend yeah. got it done in Texas or something. Had mm. to go all the way to Texas. Yeah. Stay in a hotel with like this thing for two weeks. Yeah. Jaw would be painful. See, it might throw my features out of whack. Can I ask? Can I ask oh, quite a very personal question? Yeah. yeah. Would, are you? Would you ever consider um, gender reassignment surgery? Yes. Yeah. I think it's like visually. Right. like snatch pussy because like I, I've tucked all my life and just like one it's really it's not good for you obviously 
Have and you? it's uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, of course it would be. So yeah, nice. every day. Just like, oh, Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know? And even people that look down there to try and find it. I'm like, you know what? I just like literally just want to pull it out and just be like, peekaboo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll give you something to look at, darling. But then, but then in, the, in the sex work market, mm. would that change too? You would, totally. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. guys tell me all the time, like, oh, we, we saw this other trans girl and she was post-op and it just wasn't my thing. And it's wow. not only, it's like not, I think once I finished sex work after 30, because my plan was like, surgeries and then Me. fuck men <laughs> just be in love with my boyfriend and stuff like that and just like do my thing like my plan after that is to, like just do photography and you know and not settle for like being in in four walls just saving money and for surgeries it's like you know my friends i like, get luxury cars and stuff like that and here i am like oh my god i can't believe i'm paying for this shit. but it's like it's worth it in the end yeah, and okay. then buy sex work obviously years and years of sex work mm-hmm. in strange places with people obviously all walks of life long stories doesn't matter short stories doesn't matter do you have any buckwild stories that would just make anyone go what the fuck okay so i met this client (laughs) (laughs) this was from this was from king's cross and so he wanted to take me home and i'm like so already that's dodgy don't do that guys but um yeah he wanted to take me home um out in the west and he said that his thing was like to have me fart in his mouth and i'm like okay i kind of i Macca's the night before and Macca farts are putrid right sickening and I'm just like I don't know like I'm looking up on Google how to make my farts smell like roses <laughs> and so he picks me up and I'm just like oh you know he's like did you build it up for me all day like you know you didn't fart did you to you know because he wanted to inhale it all <laughs> so we so we get in the car and we hop in the back seat and I'm just like okay I'm about to do do this I pull down my pants and he like opens my household and I find in his mouth and he inhales it and then he's meanwhile he's like masturbating in the backseat and he comes he jizzes everywhere and so after that's finished we hop in the front seat and I'm like okay well this guy's really comfortable he, he likes farting so I let one off and I'm just and he's like that's fucking disgusting and I was like darling I just farted in your mouth what the fuck and he's and I'm like the fucking audacity <laughs> <laughs> that's disgusting when you let one off after. yeah oh. what the hell yeah because it was yeah yeah yeah. but it was just his thing like his fantasy and the fantasy was over when he came yeah of course (gasps) that's that's um how much did you get for that oh that was like a normal rate it was like 350 oh it's just good enough yeah and yeah 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 exactly i wish my boyfriend paid me yeah can you taste the rainbow (laughs) (laughs) that chubbin 350 (laughs) Oh, that's great! Mm-hmm. And then it just drove you back. Like nothing. Oh, actually, he called me the week after and was like, "Okay, can we go to the next level? And can you poo in my mouth?" And I'm like, "No, I can't. That's I can't do that." Yeah. Well, I peed in his mouth another time. Yeah, like that. And did it? Was he wanking when you? Mm, his yeah. I was like, "Oh, I can't do the poo thing though. That would just make me really insecure." Yeah. yeah. Fair also, because mine, mine. Unless you. Yeah, exactly. I'm just like, oh my god, oh. is this gonna be a slushy <laughs> <laughs> or a chocolate move, <laughs> or is it gonna be a exactly. solid, right solid now, double I'm whopper? Like, I couldn't tell you what's happening. I've been having spitty bum for weeks. Yeah, no, I, had, I shat myself the other day actually. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a fart and it wasn't. And I was like, oh, god damn. And, and so I blamed it on my dog, you know, because I was taking the rubbish out and I felt so guilty. And I'm just like, and my neighbor's watching me. And I'm like, is he going to go through my bin <laughs> and find 
this shitty like doing a cover. Well, you know what? <laughs> so gross. If he does go through your beard, that's, that's what he deserves. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. A shit. Um, mm-hmm. And I'll just blame the dog anyway. Just blame the dog. Oh, this is amazing. This is amazing. Mm-hmm. Any, okay, another one. Okay, this client wanted to like role play that um he was going to hypnotize me and because I was doing such a good job at playing that role. I was like, what if I actually am hypnotized? I'm so, you know, but I knew that I wasn't because. There was times when I was like, what did you say again? Can you say that one more time? <laughs> you know? Yeah, and he's like, oh, on three, two, one, then you sleep. And I'm like, okay, okay, got it. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay, so I'm not hypnotized. Okay, let's just make that clear. So he got like two escorts together. So I'm standing with this other girl, cisgendered woman. And he's like, okay, I want you guys to spread your legs as far as po- possible and bend your knees and say, I've got a hairy cunt and big titties. Yeah. And I had to say to him like, um, oh, like you've got the biggest cock on earth. And he's like, how big is it? And I'm like, it's breaking windows in this apartment. And just like, talk it up. And he was like, just wanking off. And he's like, oh, on three, two, one, you'll go to the bathroom and take your piss and come back with your knees bent and saying that you have a hairy cunt. And like he had the power. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, he just wanted the power. He wants the control, darling. But, wanted but didn't touch us. But, but was active. Hypnotized. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, basically. I know you would love that. I should hook him up with oh, you. Yeah, yeah. Give him your number. Actually, that would be great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm. I'm good at acting. Yeah, you fucking acting. amazing. And if you don't get touched. Yeah. So he didn't touch you at all nope. in that sesh? Nope. Not even the other girl? Mm-hmm. Both of you? Yep. Mm-mm. That's wild. <laughs> we had to fondle each other's boobies, but that was... I'm fine with that. Didn't fondle each other's... I do that in the bathroom line. Yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah. See? You got this. But not each other's... Not, no. not no genitals. No, no, no. Thank God. Can't do that again. So... You, you won't have sex with a nope. woman. Yeah. I don't know. After that experience, I just like, no. no. I, unless I meet someone that I really love, like the person. But yeah. Yeah. But I'm fine with my boo now. So you've got a boyfriend? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. He's going to listen to this. Hi. <laughs> hey. How long have he's you been cute. together for? Actually six years. Oh my wow. God. Yeah. Wow. Like we've known each other for six years. Yeah. And just a year now. Yes. And he's obviously really supportive of your oh, work. Oh, totally. Today. He dropped me off today and I was like, oh. mm-hmm. he's like, my babe. And I'm like, me. Um, <laughs> let's talk about your, one of your creative outlets, mm-hmm. photography. And now why I was so interested to talk, to talk about this, when you were advertising your a take doing photography for other sex workers and you said you wanted to make like a safe, sexy place for people to get there. Yes. Why yeah. is that important? Oh, because I've had men hit me up in the past and just like wanting to take photos of me like nude and you know like i've had guys like actually do that and not actually give me the photos after i've shot with them oh, yeah awful. so th- so that's like disgusting you know what i mean so i want to i wanted to create a space where it's like would make people feel comfortable like you know without having a man like watch over them and just being like oh you know like a little more and blah 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 and not give them their photos and totally take advantage of them so being a sex worker myself it was like i recently got people together like a group of 20 like you know if you wanted to join it was like sex workers only and i would take photos for their profile and it was like a small fee that i charged and being a sex worker i think obviously would make them feel more someone taking the photos it like knows the line of work and you know wouldn't be a dodgeball a dodgy person i mean that's so i can't get my head around the mm-hmm. fact that guys do that and, then mm-hmm. and, what, and, and to keep it for them? their wank bank yeah yeah i did actually oh, yeah. oh. oh. it was if yeah. you see them again yeah, but a lot of men have been using that now. Like, oh, I'll take photos of you in a hotel room. And girls are actually doing it. It's quite sad. I, yeah, I sometimes get people like, I want to take photos of you on Instagram. And I'm like, oh, 
Yeah, but even I do like yeah. photos, but I'm like, yeah, 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 weird yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially when they mention a hotel room, it's like, okay, oh. how about out in public? Yeah, yeah, do some nice beach shots. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And are these photos often for OnlyFans or for like? Oh yeah, so I, I basically just uh, took the photos for them and then I gave them their photos to them, and, and they can do whatever. whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because sometimes when you go on like brothel websites and stuff. Some, some photos are really good. Or some yeah. Are or yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. I want them. I wanted them to have that choice of yeah. picking their own photos. Yeah, you Because know? right. I might pick a crappy photo. I know when people have taken photos of me in the past and I'm like, <laughs> you say that's my best angle, but <laughs> you're so wrong. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. So I didn't want to be that bitch. Yeah. So what's life like now? Honestly, I'm really happy. You know, I set my boundaries. Like doing sex work for so long, I used to just – I mean, I never did drugs. It's not my thing. I'm just like, oh, you know, I, I don't need your money, you know, if you're going to do that. Because then in the long run, it's going to probably going to end up worse. And just like, then I let this control my whole life. And, and then suddenly, and then I'm transitioning and actually doing what I want. And I'm just going to be this like fried cooked person mm. on like drugs. Um, um, a lot of clients use drugs while they're yeah. in a Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Because I don't accept that. They might mention it in the beginning. And I'm just like, they're like PNP, which is like party and play. I'm like, see you later, block. You know, I just don't have time for that. So like now, like my boundaries are stronger now because I know that like this is what happens in sex work, you know? And it, it was just like leading up to it. I've figured out clients and like what they like and what people are into. You know, in the beginning when it's like fresh, you just think, oh, you know, it's just sex. But then like people like try and bring their drugs and just like so many things. So you just got to be, you got to be really strong in this industry and put your foot down and not settle for money, you know, because... It all works out in the end. You know, you, you get rid of, like, one sh- shitty client and you have a good one, like, yeah. you know, and things get better. And it's, like, a universe thing as well. Like, that's what you're manifesting. Like, if you want to take shit clients, that's – you'll just get shit all the time because they know to come to you because you're vulnerable. And, okay, there's that girl, just say Honey Rose. She, she's willing to take drugs. Let's go to her all the time and, like, tell their friends and blah, blah, blah. So you're, like, known as the that person. And so that's all you'll get if you settle for crumbs. Darling. Yeah. Do you still work at a brothel or do you do no. more like escorting? No, no. Or? So after Melbourne, I was like, well, I've always wanted to do private work, but it just seemed so far. Like, well, how do you do that? Like, how do you create an ad? Will this actually work for me? You know, because we have people doing the work in the brothel. Like, they take the phone calls. They have their own rates. You just sort of have to rock up. To yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so I had to do that all by myself. And so it didn't happen. I think I went back to Sydney and I just stayed with my parents. And I'm just like, oh, holy shit, like, i got to do something about the private work. But I and I just got pissed with my friends and my friend was an escort. And she said, oh, why don't you go on Escorts and Babes, which is, like, advertising. Sorry, that's a website? Yeah, yeah. And so she mentioned that and just kind of left it. I'm like, oh, I'm so lazy. I'm such a lazy person. And then I and I did it and people were just coming through. And I'm like, I don't know why I didn't do this so long ago, like, long before. So I was just doing out calls at the time because I was living with my parents. So I obviously couldn't bring clients to my parents' house. Yeah. And then I got money and I moved out on my own. And, and now you bring clients back to your yeah. house? Yeah. And so ever since that, probably last year, I've just been doing work. And do you ever feel a bit unsafe bringing people no, to your house? not at all. And plus I have like security as well because I like live above a um, shop. Right. Yeah, so it's like my own little brothel. And there's cameras downstairs and, and like, <laughs> I wouldn't fuck with me. Like, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm so strong. I would beat you. Yeah. I would beat you to the ground. I pushed someone down the stairs before. <laughs> really? Why? Yes. I'm like, fuck you. Oh, because he threw money at me and he's like, you know what to do. And I was like, you know all this? I'm going to take it and put it in my pocket and you can get the fuck out of here. Great. Yeah. Great. And I'm like, bye, old man. And he's like, call me old man one more time. And I'm like, old man. And then you pushed him down the stairs. Yeah. 
That's what you get. That's what yeah. You get. So he just threw it at you. Just a light push, yeah. <laughs> just a light push. But he was old, so. Not not that old. Oh. Like, oh, you make me sound so cruel. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't put her in a nursing home. Uh, like, aged care facility. <laughs> God, I wanted to do community services. Oh, my God, please don't replay this. <laughs> Still time. Um, <laughs> and do you, you don't live with your boyfriend? No, I do. No, I do. Oh, you do? You yeah, because I have two places. So I live with him and then I go back and do that. Oh, great. Yeah. That's kind of awesome that you've got your own space. Yeah. But I don't feel unsafe. Like, because I don't take dodgy people. You can just kind of sense it as well. You can screen them pretty quickly. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And they make it really obvious. Like, they say the same shit and you're just like, you're like the last. same shit. They try to bargain you down. Like, the whole drug talk. Or, like, you can hear them go, like, (laughs) because they've, like, snorted some lines and you're just like, and they're like, oh, how do you know? And I'm just like, honey, what's with the sniffing? Yeah. (laughs) Like, I'm not dumb. So you talk to them over the phone? Mm -hmm. Oh, great. So there's a lot of that screening, but I usually get like really sweet guys. That was my only bad experience in like four years was the guy that I pushed down the stairs. That's amazing. Yeah. It was actually all good. And you've I never, love sex work. You've never been. Well, I mean, maybe some people have experiences, but my experience is great. Some of the best times that I've had in sex work. Such an adventure. I love yeah. it. What, is, what stories you must have, like? <laughs> what advice do you have to people like mm-hmm. in general? Mm-hmm. Wanting to do sex work, maybe. Okay, yeah, yeah. I think sex work is just like, just be strong in yourself and your values and, um, yeah, don't settle for less, like, in work, you know, no matter how much someone offers. I've had, like, people say, oh, like, I'll give you this much for this. And I'm just like, well, I'm not, I might sell my body, but I'm not going to sell my soul to you. I can do whatever the fuck I want. So it's about, like, having good boundaries and just, like, (laughs) being a boss bitch and whatever that looks like to you. Yeah. Can I ask, uh, have you had your lips done? Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, and I, and I outlined them as well. I so was, was like going to say, because I wasn't sure. I was so like, it was extra it baboony ass. <laughs> I was like, is it outline or have they gotten yeah. done? They look great. Yeah. They look real. <laughs> well, my lips are quite juicy anyway. Great. Mm. Right. Well, honey, thank you so much for thank sharing you, your babies. story. Thank you. I've honestly learned a lot. A lot. Yeah, was yeah. that fun? I love. Oh, I'm God. so glad I had this outlet to share my stories. I'm like, yeah, well, I'm like, I've got so much to share. And how is anyone ever going to hear this? Probably get you back a million. Yeah. yeah, let's do it. it. Always, can you always message us if you've had a wild story? Mm-hmm. We'll get you on the next week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, send us a voice. I just feel like it was poo this week. <laughs> <laughs> no, just send us the poo. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Know exactly what you mean. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, what does this look week look like for you? you this week's look like looks like um yeah I'm kind of taking a break because I've I, I saved a lot mm. and that's another thing is like save your money don't spend it on doesn't last forever things sag and <laughs> you're not gonna be beautiful forever darling. There's like only I so much Botox you can have, and then off to the nursing home you go. <laughs> yeah, once, once everything's done. Yeah, put me yeah. No So enjoy like your time. Yeah, whatever. Gorgeous. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you so much. Love. Oh yeah! Oh fuck! <laughs> yeah, boy. He will fuck off. Off he will fuck. We suck again. You blew it. You gonna take that dick in your rage? <laughs>